Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, Cracked fans, to another edition of the Cracked Interviews Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. On today's show, you're going to hear another one of my conversations from the 2021 Knoxville Showdown, an early season college tennis event at the University of Tennessee, of course, was such a pleasure to get to watch Tennessee, Kentucky, Pepperdine, and Columbia all compete. If you missed any of that action and are interested in watching it, you can go catch up on it all on our Cracked Rackets YouTube channel. Of course, we've had the opportunity to share some of the conversations I had with the players, coaches down at that event already on this podcast feed. On today's show, you didn't get to hear my conversation with Columbia third-year Alex Cotson. Now, of course, Alex was a top recruit in his recruiting class, was a guy who was having a ton of success as a freshman in that 2019-2020 season that was stopped by the emergence of the COVID pandemic. And, you know, Alex made a fascinating decision last year because, of course, campus uh, for Columbia was closed. There were no students on campus in 2020-2021. And as such, you know, he was a guy who still, he is a guy, I should say, who has pro tennis aspirations. And he used that opportunity, no on-campus classes, to go travel the world, play and pursue his professional tennis dreams. And, you know, we got the chance to talk to Alex at the event about what he learned from that experience, how his game translates to uh, the pros, what he needs to do to prepare himself to get to that level and how college tennis life at Columbia can help prepare him for life as a professional tennis player. Of course, I also wanted to talk to Alex about the expectations this season for his Columbia team, a team that has eight players who have never set foot on campus in Till this season, a team that hasn't practiced together in over 18 months and, you know, a team that has a ton of talent as well, top five recruiting classes for them the past two years. What do guys like Alex Kotzen, senior Austin Huang have to do to get all of the rest of their young team up to speed so that they can accomplish what they think they're capable of here this season? It is a fascinating conversation. I know all of you listeners are going to enjoy. Before we get to it, quick plugs, other conversations from the event all found here on the Cracked Interviews podcast feed, recap of the event on the Great Shot podcast feed, all of that content available on our website, CrackedRackets.com. But with that said, let's get to it. Here is my conversation with Columbia third year, Alex Kotzen. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are thrilled to be joined by 
One of my revelations of this weekend's Knoxville showdown. Now, anytime you can come down to Tennessee, earn a three-set victory over one of their top dogs in Johannes Monday. And, you know, again, the way you competed three sets earlier today as well. Uh, excuse me, three sets today as well against Monday. You come down here, you beat Diallo in straights yesterday. Of course, I am referring to the man to my left, third year at Columbia now, Alex Kotzen. Alex, welcome to our broadcast booth. How are you feeling about this weekend's performance? The weekend so far, it's been good. Um, the first match yesterday meant a lot because it's been a long time, obviously, since I've played for Columbia. A lot of guys have left. And this past year, I've been working really hard starting in September because we had no school. Like, so a year ago now to the day almost, I started playing Futures and I played maybe 30 tournaments since, um, yeah, since, <laughs> since school was kind of canceled. Uh, I think like 120 matches in total in the last year. So I've been working really hard and then to put it together and beat someone who was obviously very good, doing really well in college, who was an All-American, was big. Uh, today, the loss was disappointing because I had a lot of chances. Um, he served really, really well and played very well when it mattered. I wish I had that service game, the last one back, but you know, it's just the beginning of the year, uh, playing in, in uh, Champagne this week. So a lot more chances to play some good matches, and I think tomorrow will be good as well. No, oh, absolutely. We've all looked forward uh, to, or we've all enjoyed seeing you compete. And there's a lot of different things I want to ask you about sure. uh, since I have you here. I'll start with the Monday match today. Okay. The, the Perhaps the moment of the day for me, it was the thing that probably woke me up this morning. <laughs> How unintentional was that ball hit oh. over the fence? I could tell immediately uh, you were like, I did not mean, you were yeah. like, I'm so sorry. I didn't I, mean to I do meant it. To, I meant to have like my forehand grip. Yeah. And yeah. I actually, it sounds bad because I should probably be good enough at tennis. <laughs> I don't unintentionally hit a ball over the fence, but I meant to like, kind of like rip a forehand hard, like yeah. obviously deep, not in the court little bit of frustration for sure mm -hmm. um but to clear the fence was not my intention and if i meant to clear the fence i would hope i would clear it by a lot more That's than, <laughs> than a few feet exactly <laughs> Hopefully. and i would like to clarify yeah despite the point problem that you held that game four or five ball and you didn't drop a point in that no. game so it clearly got you going and yeah, again yeah. you talk about it for those listeners at home who don't know Columbia, no tennis in the 2020-2021 no, season. But no. even beyond that, you guys weren't allowed on campus. You weren't allowed to practice yeah. with your teammates. You're not allowed to, you know, any formalized interaction. That no. wasn't a thing. Now, I'm sure you're still calling them, texting of them, course. doing all those things. But you have eight kids on your team, sophomores or freshmen, who have never played a match, yeah. never attended a Columbia practice until yeah. this week. Or class. Yeah. yeah, what is that like for you as one of the few? I think it's, what, yeah. you and Austin? And yeah, like, that's Austin, really it. Austin and I think uh, down on court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Ben. But, um, it's definitely very different um, from what it was before because I was a freshman and I had the year up until just after we played here. Actually, we played through like February. National indoors, yeah, right? I, through, I think it was there. Played. You guys beat Baylor. Yeah, 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 we did. That was a good, um, good tournament. And I played very well that year and it was great having a lot of older guys. I was the only freshman playing. Now it's obviously completely changed. We're going to yeah. need freshmen to play. We're going to need sophomores to play who've never uh, been in the Columbia system. It's definitely different than, you know, playing tournaments mm -hmm. like futures, just traveling and doing your own thing. But I, I actually enjoy kind of being able to lead by example in terms of like how much you're practicing, how hard you're working, because all of our guys almost like I would say 80% of them want to try and play after college. Mm -hmm. And if that's the case, um, I think we're in a good position, but we definitely have to work very hard for these next upcoming months because we're going to be back here in february mm -hmm. and when we play tennessee in february i would like to not 
um, go out the way we did today. Yeah, that's fair. It was a tough <laughs> yeah, one for you guys today. And I mean, again, it's day four of practice, day five, whatever. It yeah, may it be, is. So. Last, yeah, last week I was, because I'm actually from um, New York City. I grew yeah, up there sure. and I moved to New Jersey when I was around 13, but I'm only a half hour away. Mm-hmm. And so I was driving in and like taking guys to <laughs> public courts and we were practicing for the week. Um, but at first I wasn't even practicing because my wrist was messed was, up was an issue yeah for a while and so i was just driving guys around and being there during practice so <laughs> it's going to be nice to have everything back to absolutely how it was and i do want to ask on that note because yeah. again you go you're it's your second year like let's not be crazy here and yeah. yet there are leadership expectations on course, you there yeah, and, yeah. and you sort of mentioned it you austin you guys the practicing and just getting your guys together and that's something i've noticed here from you in your first two performances yeah. and i know it's first two matches but you know whether it was yesterday against diallo mm-hmm. whether it was today against monday particularly in that first set you were loud you were letting your teammates know yeah. hey i know it's a hidden duel but we're here we're the columbia lions yeah this matters what's the reason for that mindset well I think that you should, every single match you play, you should want to win. You You should try to win. Like you're going out. The reason that we're here in Tennessee, we're not here to watch the football game today. I think they lost or they were losing, (laughs) but we're not here to watch football game or look out over this, even though it is very pretty. Like the only reason we're here is to play tennis and to show, I don't think to show is the right way to phrase it, but we're here to win. We're here to learn about yourselves. Exactly. For me, I'm here to, to try to, um, improve like my collegiate ranking a lot and then hopefully be an all-american by the end of the year at least um but yeah i mean we're, we're here to win like that that's the reason why we're here and i need them to understand that and not be okay with any you know loss at all no absolutely and we see coach Endelman over oh, here trying to here? distract me trying to make sure you're so oh west paul gets a junior grand slam the champion. Score. he wins the doubles uh 10-1 in the third <laughs> set breaker so i don't know how you win a super 10 yeah good I'm day for columbia tennis good day for Overall, columbia for tennis sure. yeah that's but awesome. uh no that's awesome max is a, yeah max is a great guy he was actually so he goes from practicing at these public courts right next to the highway in the Bronx <laughs> to winning the U.S. Open. He was actually doing two-on-ones because I was focused on my own practice. I didn't really sure. even look over. And I see he's in like the two doing two-on-ones. I'm like, guys, why don't you let him be the yeah. one? Like, <laughs> he's about to go play the U.S. Open, please. And, and he's like, no, no, I actually need to work on my ad side. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. if you don't mind. But Mexico, no, absolutely. And you talk about, again, showing up here, getting results done. Uh, or again, and just, again, showing what you, not necessarily to prove to other teams, but to prove to yourselves, like, hey, we belong on this level. Hey, this yeah. is what we are capable of. At yeah. the same time, I'm curious, how raw is this team? You know, I saw you, it's funny, you go straight from here indoors to the practice courts. You yeah. play three sets with Monday to go to the practice courts. I think that's indicative of where you want to take your game. Yeah, yeah. But for all the other kids, for, you know, you look down on you our last that. court. Yeah, exactly. And or just, you know, it's a super young team. It was, yeah. uh, I was watching court three. I'm, I'm going to butcher that. I'm Hugo. I was watching Hugo, Hugo, Hugo play. Yeah. And I watch him. Yeah, the talent. I'm just like, so this talented. guy's got it. Yeah, in practice, Hugo is killing me. Yeah. It's, he can hit so hard, so flat. No, so. There's a lot of talented guys. There are a lot of guys we need to play. Top four recruiting classes the last two years. It's worth Which mentioning. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And, and then actually next year, my younger brother is coming in <laughs> and Samir. Yeah. And then hopefully one other great recruit. But yeah. him and Samir and I are all from the same area. So we practice together all the time during the summer and are really close. So there's only, you know, more positives. And I can't believe Samir won't win with that. So that's what I was going to ask you. Are you working him? Are you going to be like... I, I, I've never lost him in a tournament. Yeah. I think I've maybe lost him in practice like one time. Yeah. But I so, have so many practice sessions like videotape that I was sending our yeah. images of us playing. A few where I must have worked. Him. I mean, he must be on cloud now. You think you can convince uh-huh. him to still come to school? Oh, he's 100% coming to yeah, school. Right. I mean, he has very 
academically focused parents and he got absolutely destroyed by Quentin Howley <laughs> yeah, at the US exactly. Open. Um, so I, Samir is like unbelievably talented. He has some of the best hands I've ever seen. And actually in high school tennis yeah. in, a, in New Jersey in the semi 2019, you beat him. Yeah, true or false? Is that true, it? Yeah, yeah, there it is. I did, yeah. Um, yeah, in the semifinals of the state tournament, he was a freshman. And his best play was like kick, serve, wide, drop, volley, winner. Every time. <laughs> yeah. Like he has unbelievable hands. Yeah. Really, really good hands. He's a unbelievable backhands, forehands improve a lot, serve. He's better physically than he was, but he's still very skinny. And yeah. I mean, you see some when you're playing with futures in these tournaments, you see some like really skinny guys, 18, 19, who are four or five hundred. Mm -hmm. But um, I think he would be better served. And he knows that, like going to school, getting bigger, developing his game more, mm -hmm. seeing where you're at during the summer and whenever you're able to, and then going full-time after that. And I'm curious for you because you have full-time tennis aspirations. And yeah, obviously course. last year was the exception, not the yeah. rule. You got the chance to live out your dream, essentially, and do and balance both things. Yeah, um, I, yeah I'm it's sure not the future, quite the dream. You know what I mean? But that's the first step, right? Yeah. I always tell people, if you haven't gone to Decatur and Edwardsville, you're just not going to make it as a player. There, yeah, yeah so there. exactly. But you're going you're going to Illinois next yeah, week, right? For the, yeah, so exactly. Um, but all of that, Exactly. All of that is to say, uh, how do you balance those two things? Because it's yeah. one thing to do it at a less less academically rigorous school. Yeah. You are at Columbia, and as good as you know the Winston Lins of the world were, as good as all of these players, Vic Pham was, yeah, and it's just Jackie Tang and Jack Lin. And it's yeah, just yeah. like this school can wear you down. And I'm yeah. curious how you. I'm sure last year was probably a little bit easier to just not be on campus and have the obligations, but yeah, this dude, year, your freshman season. How do you balance those two things, being a Columbia student mm -hmm. with also wanting to be a pro tennis player? Well, I think there's 24 hours in the day, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. So honestly, I went to a tough school in high school, okay. like very tough mm -hmm. um, academically, and it prepared me very well. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of the other guys went to good academic schools. Mm -hmm. I think before Rich, um, our assistant coach yeah. Rich, came in, the recruiting was a lot. It was people who didn't really want to play after school, like really smart guys, really good tennis players, but they didn't have. Tim Wang, case in point, who's yeah, doing Tim. IB, he's killing yeah, the world. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He's Tim's happy, but he didn't want he to be. me videos running. Yeah, of course. He's like, what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. Probably not running right now, but. Yeah. Um, but no, the way that you do it is you understand like what, well, you look through your classes, you understand what the big assignments are and yeah. what really matters. Mm -hmm. And if there is homework, but it's not graded, and let's say we're on a trip yeah, sure. and they don't even check it, yeah. like you can do that another time. Yeah, you just course. have to prepare for the big things. Um, for me, definitely playing this year and like organizing everything, being alone the whole time, that's like helped me see that school is it's, it's not that hard, you know? Mm -hmm. It's just, I think the biggest thing is a lot of tennis players, to play tennis this level is really hard and mm -hmm. you have yeah. to be an intelligent guy and you have to work really hard to mm -hmm. do it. And a lot of people don't give themselves enough credit. If they put their mind to doing school the same way that they put it to tennis, they would be successful. Mm -hmm. And as long, I think when we, te we teach our guys, that's how you have to do it. And if you're willing to do it, I think that it sets you up to be, let's say you don't make it in tennis as no one from Columbia besides Max Schner yeah, has. Sure, um, everyone is successful afterwards. Like mm -hmm. all the guys do great. Yeah. I actually stayed with um, one of our alumni in Luxembourg, Mike Vermeer, sure. great guy and everyone like looks back on these years and says how helpful it was for them. I haven't heard the name Mike Vermeer in a healthy amount of yeah. time. And I was like, oh, there yeah. it is. It's pretty good to be back. No, yeah, for yeah. sure. And that said, I'm going to push back at you okay? because most people, I, yeah. I'm going to exclude myself in that conversation, but most people cannot focus on two things simultaneously that intensely. It's mm -hmm. to the commitment you have to say to 
to maintain your grades at Columbia, not just pass, not oh, just yeah, no, I don't want to flunk out. Exactly. Well, exactly, it's not acceptable. Which is to what I'm saying to be able to focus on two uh-huh. things that takes a special cut of kid. And so I'm uh-huh. curious, like, are you aware of that amongst your Columbia team? Are you are you aware? You uh, know, for you personally, you're around you're surrounded by these special talents, and ultimately, how do they help you? To I'm sure it's the tutoring sessions, all of the above. How we rich are on top of their stuff, and Columbia is trying to put you in a position to succeed. Sure. Well, I, I've never, uh, I don't think any of the guys on our team, maybe a few, but I've, I don't know anyone who's been or had tutoring, mm-hmm. to be honest. I just think that it's like the culture is, that it's just what sure. we, it's just what you do. You know, okay. there, there's no other option. I like that. You yeah. know, like it, when you don't have other options, then the one option seems a lot easier. It's fight or flight. And better. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anyone's really uh, flown. I think maybe <laughs> one guy in the past like eight years or something. Yeah, exactly. But, but I, honestly, when you, a guy, I don't know if you know who Eric Rubin is. Yeah, of course. But Eric, yeah, Eric's, yeah, Eric's a great guy. He was working at Goldman Sachs, and obviously to work there, you have to be very intelligent. Yeah. You have to do very well in the interview. And some like uh, partner was yelling at him and some other people for messing something up. Mm-hmm. And the girl and like this other guy like started crying afterwards, like mm-hmm. when the guy left. And Eric was like, what? Like how he yells at us all the time. And we also had to do school and play tennis and travel and all this, <laughs> yeah, take exactly. finals on the road. It, it, it makes you better, I think, honestly, at tennis. It definitely makes you more self-reliant. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny, I, I at least see a lot of other people at Columbia and a lot of people, especially in online classes last year, they were complaining about oh, all this work. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, I literally just played a three-hour match. Yeah, I had to like, play doubles later. And now off. I'm attending this Yeah, day. exactly. It's, honestly, it makes you mature and grow up a lot. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm really glad that I... Mm-hmm chose Columbia because yeah just the way it makes you mature and be able to handle mm-hmm. like real life you know not well, just I'm done yeah. with the mature questions sure, I want to sure. talk tennis now let's okay, have some sure, fun sure. I'm watching your game yeah, first yeah. of all some people rent a shot others own it okay would you say you own the lob because I think you made <laughs> six of them today and it's just again more generally That's your funny. game right now after playing a year of pros yeah, yeah. how are you feeling about your level I when I watch yeah. I see a guy who's ready to compete at the top of college tennis yeah I know I feel I feel good I felt good um this year honestly it doesn't really matter how you feel it's another columbia thing <laughs> yeah. uh, which is pretty funny but the lob that's funny that you asked because i was talking to my team yesterday and i was like oh i remember i'd lob like in doubles <laughs> all the time but this year in doubles for some reason i wasn't really hitting that many lobs a few maybe a few matches mm-hmm. and i just saw them closing the net hard hard and yeah. i was like okay you know, <laughs> yeah. this is the opportunity to hit a bunch of lobs yeah. we kind of overused it a little bit and we we screwed up we had some good chances today uh they honestly did play well as well so mm-hmm. that, like that one deuce point i kind of yeah. saw he might go you know he should probably yeah. slice down the line just kind of fake him out but, for sure but th- those guys are those guys are good i do like the lob though that's a that's a funny question yeah no i appreciate that i was noticeable for sure and i just look at your game and it feels very easy i was talking about you know, on the broadcast, I don't know if you know Oliver Crawford well. It reminds uh, me of watching a young Oliver. It it's just like yeah. how easy it is. Both wings are solid, Thank and it's you. just, yeah, it generates the pace from the forehand, that yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. But you got to play a year of pro tennis. Mm. Seeing that level up close, what did you learn about your game? What are the things you worked on most heading into this season? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. And to what you said about Oliver is very funny. I actually <laughs> played Oliver twice this year. Really? You were on that Futures grind yeah, with I him? I played him in, in Tunisia. Right, yeah. Um, lost in three sets, and then I played him in India. I had a stress fracture in my rib at the time. I'm not sure if he 
knew that um, we were hanging out a lot there, but I, I lost four and five surf for the second. Ugh. But Oliver has Oliver's really good. He uh, exceptional. Yeah, he's also a good guy. Um, but I was telling Oliver, he's he's actually this goes back to the academic thing. But he's <laughs> one of those guys. He's like, man, how do you do the school in tennis? I'm like, dude, if you just tried, yeah. I promise you could do it. Just to put the effort in. Yeah. But um, anyway, yeah. In terms of in terms of um, the tennis and the level that I saw, I think I improved my my movement a good amount. I in uh, January, like or right around indoor nationals two years back when we played, um, I'd gotten injured or something, and I was like, I didn't really understand uh, like nutrition as well as I should have, and you know I wasn't doing much, and I was kind of eating even more than I would normally, and sure. I just like gained a bunch of weight, and my movement wasn't very good that season. But the movement, the serve, the I think everything's improved because when you're around those guys day in day out. One of my best friends, or like really, really close friends, is, is Simon Carter. I don't know if you know who that sure. is, but he's, he's a good player. Yeah. Five uh, hundreds and mm -hmm. practicing with guys like that every day, all the time, brings your level up. You know, um, yeah, yeah, that that's what I learned specifically about my game. I well, one thing that I improved tremendously was my inside-out forehand. Yeah, I should have hit more of them today for sure. Um, but that shot was like probably my least favorite and then how he emphasized it at columbia over and over and over again i improved it through the season during covid and then when i was playing tournaments as well is there um, a degree of decisiveness and again i apologize for cutting you off you need on the pros that you know you can get away with some stuff in college you you play two bad sure. points in a row of grinding whatever they sure. might give you an error no one gives you anything on the pros you know down, coming down to the hotel stays and so yeah again what are what are in terms of that aspect do you think your game is there and it's a mental thing? Do you think physically yeah. you're there? Like, what are the biggest I think, things? I think my scheduling is really poor this year. Okay. Um, yeah. I played, 32, 30 tournaments? What I was played it? so many in Tunisia. Yeah. I played so many in Tunisia. And I didn't really realize that it actually might be easier in other places because there's only two rounds of qualifying sometimes. Mm -hmm. And additional, yeah, well, that the two rounds of qualifying was the main thing. And a lot of better people who haven't really gotten a lot of points or anything like that stay there because they can play week after week yeah. and it doesn't cost as much yeah um so there's definitely a lot of missed opportunity there i believe and i got injured quite a bit um i was at the first i was lifting too much um during like while i was playing a lot of matches and i got i had two stress fractures in my ribs a wrist injury and a hip injury so it would be like spurts i also didn't have any coach that was tough that was brutal um so little things like that. Whenever I traveled with a coach I did for three weeks, maybe I had much better results. Um, and I, I just felt much better, but I consistently, I think, improved. And the biggest thing is, you know, putting yourself out there, giving yourself the chances. But honestly, if I had everything figured out, um, yeah, I can't say I quite do yet. But yeah, I think, you'd be, I think you wouldn't I, be here this weekend. You'd be turning pro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that, that, no, I would never before graduating. Yeah, but, sure, what am I yeah, saying? I would yeah. before graduating, but I think that honestly, I felt that college would give me the best chance, especially Rich and Howie being with them. Like they helped me improve so much. Like from when I was a freshman until now, it's and even as a person, you know, if it, I could always get injured and never be able to play again, and yeah. that would suck. Um, and then, you know, what would I do? Yeah. I also, it's interesting. I see guys who maybe didn't take school seriously or have gone to different schools, like playing five, six, even seven at some schools, like on tour i'm like what, what are you doing yeah, exactly um things like that but having the other option is huge i do think it's it was a bit mental for me in my first tournament um first future this year in like september i got to the semis i beat some like very good players i lost six in the third in the semis and served for the match at one point um and then from there i didn't reach another semi and single so i was like 
there was always something in my head that like I'd done it at first and I expected those results mm -hmm. and because I didn't have someone there to talk through it with, mm -hmm. I think that kind of hampered me. Well, that's a tough thing, right? Bit. Is in the pros, you usually do lose every week. And yeah, it's just, exactly. You're you not lose, used to that. You lose every week. Yeah, that's yeah. the biggest thing. It's and I people who don't know tennis, yeah. you know, they don't it's get so that. hard. Yeah, because you were so a junior hard. in New York, and I say this respectfully, sure. New York not exactly the hotbed yeah, yeah, of yeah, tennis of in the juniors, and so um, you probably won a lot from ages 10 to 16. I can't imagine there were a lot of locals you lost at. Honestly, I, I didn't win a um, a uh, match, main draw match in like the sectional, you know, yeah, the sectional yeah, yeah, like course. the biggest yeah, tournament. Of course, yeah, I yeah. didn't win a main draw match not until I turned 16. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah so. I won a match at the Midwest really? closed before you. That's how hilarious. Long ago? Oh, that? I mean, this was two, how old I'm? I was 16 years old, so 2011. Okay. So gotcha. solid group. Um, cool. I forget the name of the kids. And then I got you know who you wouldn't know the name Sam Hoogland. Too old for you, but then he whooped me. One and oh my god. I also you know the summer McNally went undefeated, like sure, fifty yeah. wins okay. in the sixteenth. Yeah, yeah. His first win at the Midwest close the eighteenth. Yeah. One and or oh and one win. Oh, one, yeah. two, forty fifteen me. He hooks the crap out of me. <laughs> and I was like, John. That's John. funny. And then I and then you, you see know. you seen I think actually one of the funniest things I've seen was a highlight that UNC posted. Yeah. And it was literally just Ohio State overruled. Yeah. I was like, Wow, that is uh I've never, I've never seen anything like yeah, that oh, before. Yeah, oh, go look up Paul Oosterbond's A Cheater on YouTube. You'll enjoy oh, really? yourself. That's oh, it's, it's a really, really funny video. Um, but again, some serious questions here down the home stretch. Some sure, fun sure. ones mixed in as well. Yeah. Indoor-outdoor facility at Columbia. Yeah. Brand new. Yeah. Thoughts? I think it's going to be really good in terms of recruiting. It's going to be yeah. really good in terms of our tennis. Yeah. And it'll be great because it's a facility where we can host professional events. Exactly. Like, it just, it just makes it that much better. And we were already a very successful program without having unbelievable recruits. Mm -hmm. um, not to say these guys weren't good. They were obviously yeah, good. No. But, you know, if you start here versus you're starting here and you improve the same amount, yeah, of course, the second guy is going to be um, going to be better. But, yeah, I'm really, really excited for it. We just have to grind this year, which is fine. The only thing <laughs> yeah. is I think people didn't like playing in the bubble. Yeah. Um, and they might not mind it here. But yeah, I still yeah. like I still like that we have to take the bus or the subway up. And I think that might be another way that we're able to do mm -hmm. both because you're on campus, you're taking classes, then you take the subway or a bus yeah. up. It's a Columbia bus, <laughs> a Columbia Athletics bus, not like we're taking like a New York yeah, City yeah, bus. Of course. I honestly like the subway because I grew up taking the subway yeah, sure. and I enjoy it. But yeah. anyway, um, like that separates the two. It's not like you can just walk from class right there to the courts here and then, you know, be playing. It's like, okay, I'm taking the time to go to the facility. That, yeah, this is my school practice. time. This is my tennis yeah, time. Yeah, this is my school time. This is my tennis time. And sometimes there's a lot of school time after tennis. Yeah, exactly. Which is fine. Compartmentalize. Yeah, it happens. But it, it's very nice. And I, I like that our, our uh, lifting, fitness, everything like that is, is on campus. It mm -hmm. makes it nice. I feel like this week, because it's syllabus week, you're uh, trying to get in all the extra hits. You're like, this is, uh, you can no, skew no, more no, towards no. tennis time. That's pretty funny. Time. That's funny that you say it. I think, honestly, three hours of like, Intense practice is more than enough. Yeah, that's plenty. Yeah, yeah, like three in a row, it, it can be a lot. Mm -hmm. um, but For yeah, sure. no, the facility, the new facility is going to be huge. I'm really excited that we can like, maybe we can even host a collegiate event. I don't yeah. know if, if that's, I haven't talked to him a about kickoff that. That weekend. Was just off no, I know. That's First of all, I know how we would like to. And yeah, um, you no, know, again, that, that gets two back. Uh, again, gets me back. Last three questions for you, sure. I promise. 2019, 20, that said, you look at the recruiting rankings, you look at the kids yeah. going to Ivy League schools, and obviously yeah. there's an overlap between tennis and players who come from the background where you want to go to Ivy Leagues. Yeah. 
But you're, again, you have pro aspirations. Yeah. Your thoughts on Ivy League tennis and how that Ivy League spot, and by the way, Rogers, 6-4 win in the third uh, here over uh, Lapidot, but how that Ivy League tennis, the quality of it this year, how it's going to prepare you for those pros, pro events. Yeah, I mean, the Ivy League, I would say that the best thing for us, because now our our goal isn't to win the Ivy League. Like Our goal is, is past that. Yeah, That's just course. one of the things that we'd like to do on the way there. And what you're saying is it's it's true. I mean, honestly, I think a lot of a lot of programs I mean, it's just so attractive to go to like harvard yeah when i was first looking at schools my dad said you're going to harvard yeah. so you're just going to harvard you yeah. can do it why not just go to harvard yeah exactly um honestly i i obviously love columbia and i wouldn't <laughs> change my decision for anything no but um, i get it you everyone has that conversation you can go any sport for your uh, school for your sport yeah. where do you want to go it's like stanford harvard yeah. it's like there's a short list of schools there is. yeah yeah there is and because of that that's why i think so many good recruits are coming in <laughs> but if you look at the past there have been many good recruits in the past mm-hmm. and they have not improved. Yeah. A lot of them don't end up doing anything. Yeah, they burn out. Yeah. A lot of people burn out. A lot of people don't like it as much. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they're not from a, a school where the academic or from a country where the yeah. academics mattered as much. It sure. wasn't as hard. Um, overall, I think that what I was going to say was the best thing about the Ivy league is the amount of pressure that you face um, and having to overcome that pressure. Yeah. Like be poised under pressure. Um, I think that and be kind of clear minded and be able to, still perform under pressure immense pressure maybe more than you'd feel in other situations i think that's the that's the best thing and being having that pressure and being able to deal with it is is very important yeah absolutely when it's your job Mm -hmm. no for sure and um you know again speaking of your coaches Mm. um is howie because i freaking love howie i'm on the howie bandwagon yeah is he the most intimidating looking softy of all time because he you look at the face and you look at it, it feels like he's always slightly angry or right on the precipice of anger then you actually talk to him and he's the kindest human yeah, in no, the world awesome. yeah. how he is he's an exception among coaches because he was a player himself at columbia one of our old coaches bids first recruits of course 84 plays, i want to say or something 83 i don't know yeah. honestly, but 87 ivy league champs yeah yeah so he <laughs> he went through like the columbia system before it is it was what it is today mm-hmm. so he got that he started playing he stopped playing he started working mm-hmm. he worked at some of the top firms in the world so he understands that aspect of it that comes with being an ivy league student and mm-hmm. what some guys want to do after and then because of how much he loves tennis he decided to come back and coach yeah and most coaches did not work as an, as a lawyer, as an investment banker. They don't have that like real, real world experience. Yeah, you know, most coaches are just coaches. And the fact that Howie is able to see multiple sides of it, the fact that he was a player, it, it's, it's kind of unbelievable. He's, he's, he's like a second dad in a way, to be honest. I, I talk to Howie and Rich all the time when I'm away and um, it felt honestly not, I mean, it's, you're, you're not seeing them, but it doesn't feel super removed from school, even yeah. during the COVID thing. But yeah, he's great. I don't even remember what the question was. It was the, yeah, the, the softy, right? Yeah, it's just, you definitely, as, as a player, if you make a mistake or like not a little mistake, yeah, it's court, sure, of like, course. if you mess up in a big way, you definitely won't feel like he's a softy. Yeah. He's, he's a realist. I mean, he doesn't, yeah. he's no BS. Yeah. He will tell you how it is and he like he wants us as leaders to do the same which is um, what you want right you want that trust and you want that truth yeah exactly and when you get that in both the classroom Mm -hmm. and on the tennis court over and over and over and over you harden in a way that this is just how it is Mm -hmm. and this is just and that's why i think the guys who've been through the program and really pushed themselves in both uh tennis and academics are 
just like more prepared yeah. in general no. than other people would be. Mm-hmm. Um, no. Not a knock on anyone else. No. <laughs> it's totally it's fair. Good. And no, again, I mean, it, it's clear that whatever he is doing and whatever is happening in Columbia, yeah. it's working mm-hmm. uh, right now for you guys. And, yeah. you know, again, uh, for that, I just uh, final thoughts here and then I'll let you sure. go. How nice is it to be back on campus? It's nice. Yeah. It is very nice. It's a little odd, you know, after, after playing a sport for a year and, and do I have I have other stuff as well. Like I was paying for my own travel. I, yeah. I, I started a business to support that. Um, and after doing all that, going back and seeing like people just wanting to go out and have fun, it's a little different. And you wouldn't expect it at Columbia that people just want to do that. But a lot of the time, it's college. It is still college. You know, yeah, even exactly. if it's a good college, yeah. it's still college. Um, and there's definitely still time, especially for a normal student to go out and do all that. There's for sure, there's for sure time. But it's it's really nice to be back. I'm uh, living with been in austin this year we yeah. were just dealing with the apartment got a wall put up for my bedroom which Bravo. Was kind of a pain um, yeah. to organize and all of that still don't have a, a bed frame but that's good overrated that. i do yeah exactly but I, I do love i mean i love new york city i love columbia mm-hmm. i grew up going to school three blocks from campus mm-hmm. and i didn't know sure. anything about columbia i thought i would never want to go back mm-hmm. and visited talked to everyone absolutely loved it but it, it's awesome to be back on campus i wish we had uh the bubble i'm, I'm gonna miss that place yeah it's, never again yeah but, no no please but i do i do um i'm really glad that we are able to be back and being as a team and like playing for a team playing for columbia it's it's big definitely when i won yesterday i was like i was emotional especially i because, could tell you were on the bench you, yeah. you sat there for the hand yeah, and head yeah, in the yeah, towel yeah because you know i mean you work so hard and you want and I wouldn't have been in the place or not to say that I like did so well, like I didn't do that well. You know, I, I did okay. Um, but I tried like as hard as I could, even if I did things sometimes when you try really hard and do it not in the perfect way, um, you don't get to where you would have, if you'd maybe tried a little bit less hard, but done it in a better way. If sure. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just to, to be traveling and playing and seeing all these guys playing and then to come and and beat one of the guys who was doing really well. I don't know if he's injured or whatever. But... Uh, he's traveling to Illinois. So okay. that's why he's getting ready to go. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So I'll see him there. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. But, but either way, um, it's it mean it meant like so much because I, I remember being here a few years back mm-hmm. and and beating Tennessee. That was in 4-2 indoors 2019-20. Yeah, yeah. yeah, before that was kickoff. Yeah. Yeah, yep. that, that was one of the like highlights of, of my short uh what has been so far short uh college career it was unbelievable so I, I like being back here and i'm really glad that we're coming back in february but i remember i i think i was almost crying after i first played uh for columbia at uva a few years ago i, I played like matt lord i think and, sure and i beat him and it was just so cool to to be doing it and now like being able to lead and have like a, a good result or whatever it's not that i mean just to yeah to show sure. everyone like why i work so hard and and everything it, it meant a lot to me and for the coaches like the coaches worked their their, their butt off yeah. me. um like they were waking up following matches on sofa score things like that like they're doing all these extra things that they don't need to do for me and just to be able to you know show them that i'm trying to be what they would like um not what they would like that's a bad way to phrase it but what yeah. they've shown me like the way to be as a person mm-hmm. um I'm trying to do that the best. The investment is paying off. They're coaching you and you're receiving it well. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, it means a lot. I mean, Mm -hmm. it it, it definitely does. No, that's awesome. Yeah. And what did Rich leave? Did he go to New York to watch Max? He went to Washington. I think he might be back. That's pretty. That's what I'm saying. The guy's a workhorse. Freaking love Rich and Howie. Yeah, they work so hard. Yeah. And not that every coach doesn't, but they do work particularly hard. Let's be clear. They are 
yeah they're they're two of the yeah. i don't know any guys who are and and to your point you mentioned them. earlier they're not here because they need to be they're yeah. here because they want to coach yeah tennis. exactly rich is working at a law firm yeah exactly at a law firm and he decided to stop and come and rich loves this stuff like he loves it. Loves how he loves it but rich like loves the the college tennis like the results like knowing every single player yeah. i yeah i i actually because he was at the open i didn't get the uh really like the full in-person scouting report <laughs> and i love having rich on my court it's great i mean i love yeah. having howie and rich but it's just it's yeah rich will tell you every detail yeah. down in a second no of course and so, so nice. with that said who does more recruiting of the little brother you or the coaches uh-huh. or did columbia recruit it itself yeah well so he i we didn't know if he was going to be good, good enough. enough yeah sure yeah so it was similar to to me i i actually my freshman year of high school started to have some like better results because because it in I went to Barcelona for to a tennis academy for a year because um, I was like really really bad before. Sure. Just, just well talented, but but was missing everything. Sanchez like, Casal, one of the Sanchez Casal. There it yeah, is. Yeah, there it is. Sanchez. Um, I love the guys over there, Emilio and mm-hmm. Angel Sergio. Those they're great guys. But yeah, so we didn't know if he was going to be good enough, but he's six five, like very <laughs> very very talented, like super good, super good with with the rag, and he improved so much. He works very very hard and. I was telling Howie earlier, I think that my brother and, and Samir, um, when they come in, it's not going to be, and whoever else we get, mm-hmm. I'm hoping we get one guy, uh, not going <laughs> to say who, but a good friend of ours as well. Like I, they're not normal freshmen. I, I practice with them all the time. They know what it takes. They went to good high schools. Like, yeah, exactly. So I'm really excited for that because they can just jump right in and be on it. And yeah. then it's going to be even harder to play like yeah. for these guys. And I, I'm coming back, even though I am, uh, a junior technically i still have another year right yeah, um, yeah. so i'm gonna delay the graduation sure. to play one more the plan is to play a spring we'll yeah, see I if I say play fall the... maybe go play pro events that would be ideal because sure. then after school you can have a base yeah exactly um, but we'll see honestly maybe i'll do the first year with those with that group and be like wow i just love this i want one more year yeah exactly decide to do the full thing so i was gonna say you still have three left including this year I have four of eligibility. Oh, um, you get four because oh, freshman year and then it yeah, got can- oh, yeah, yeah. That is crazy. Is crazy. I, I mean, all four. I'll be like 150 by the time. Yeah. I so I, I don't want that. Um, <laughs> There's a Baylor running you. You'll spend two years no. there. Just kidding. Sorry, no, Michael. No, no, he no. knows. I'm kidding. No, 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 no. I I know what you mean. Yeah. It's yeah. I I just don't want to be um because it's tough. You know when you when all your peers and friends and stuff are like doing well and working and all this and they're like what you're just playing tennis you know i just don't yeah no i don't sure. and especially in college like i don't want that to be to you be don't me. feel like you're wasting your time no exactly of course not not to say that i f- would feel like i would be at columbia necessarily yeah. but i feel like there's a certain point in your life where even if it's the best environment possible in college mm-hmm. like you're it's time to move on exactly and honestly like i feel like i'm getting to that point um because of everything that's gone on this year not to say that i'm not going to finish i 100 percent am but it's, it's odd to go back from, from a, yeah, a, a more like adult setting yeah. to this. Um, That's why I tell my parents I'm not applying to grad school. I'm like, <laughs> I can't do school again. I'm yeah, doing really school, happy. It, it is. Yeah. Doing school again is definitely very different. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah you'll take not, it though. No, again. No, I, but, I, I, but it's cool also because at Columbia, we get to take some really interesting classes. I'm, I'm very happy with like what I'm doing and, mm-hmm. and you get to learn from some of the best people in the world. So it can be very great and interesting going to school for sure mm-hmm. um but overall yeah i'm very happy obviously wish i would have won today but mm-hmm. um things are they're trending in a good way and our, our team we have to we have to work really hard like mm-hmm. it, 
there's a lot that, that has to go on. So that's, a, as you're saying, that's a perfect place for us to leave it. Yeah. My final question for you, and I, I started this at the top. Yeah. You have eight guys, yeah. sophomores or freshmen, but who have never played yeah. a, a college tennis match. Like I, this was their first weekend of competition. And so I'm curious for you, you're one of the leaders. You're yeah. obviously looking to make a jump, be one of the top 20, 25 players in yeah. college tennis for this sure. season. Yeah. What do you have to do personally? What does the team have to do to get to where you guys want Columbia to go? Yeah. Um, for, I think I have to lead by example and show them, look, guys, I'm like 860 in the world. And if this is what I'm doing and you want to be pros, like, yeah, this is what you have to do at least. Um, and that's our way. Our way is two practices before we play a match. Our way is hitting after matches, um, doing school at the highest level, practicing really, really hard, working really hard in the gym just like turning these guys into, into like full, full blown men. That's Cause you were here at seven 30 this morning for your eight 30 or like eight ish for that. Eight. You, had, yeah. you were fully sweating before your team had even arrived. Yeah. 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 No, I, I I'm trying hard. I'm yeah. Trying it's working is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, it's the biggest thing that honestly I, I want them to know is that you can work hard or you can think you're working hard. This is what Howie says all the time. And I totally agree. You can think you're working really hard and actually be working like barely at all, not even doing much. I don't think there's anyone who plays tennis, any tennis player, anyone who played juniors and is like playing six, seven, eight, whatever, not in the lineup. Everyone thinks that they're working hard. Um, But learning what hard work really is, is going to be, is going to be a big thing. Oh, there was something I was going to say. I completely. Welcome to the club, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. You spent seven hours on a mic. It's it's bound to happen. Yeah, of course. But what was I going to say? Oh, yes. yes, Plug in the business. No, no, Uh I could. But, but the the biggest thing was it's, it's doing little things correctly every day. You know, maybe this actually, there was something that I didn't want to do earlier this week, Memorial day weekend. And I'm with my family and everything out um, in New Jersey. And Rich is like, you have to come in to lift Monday at like 10. Yeah. Like, well, I thought I had the whole weekend. He's like, you had Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> now you have to be with the team to do this. But, yeah. and I was like, oh my God, Rich, really? I don't yeah, want to come, come in. Like, give me the weekend, please. You yeah. got to be ready for mentally everything like that. But then I, um, I, I mean, I did it. I was happy. I ended up coming back and like just doing little things like that, that you don't want to do mm-hmm. over time compounds. And then in a month, two months, three months, you're like, wow, look where I am now. Like, honestly, for me, after, um, after my college season playing tournaments all year, coming back now, I'm like, wow, look like these guys, guys, five, six, seven in college. And I feel like I should win that match yesterday, the guys top, whatever. And it's a not super like insane I didn't feel like, wow, I, I played really well doing yeah. that. I feel like I played completely. Just, I thought you just beat him. I, I thought I played within myself. Yeah. Um, and today I think I should have done a few things differently, but I felt like my level was higher than I showed. So it's all uh, positive for me. But yeah, that takes it back to the thing, doing little things correctly, having it compound, and then being able to see those results is extremely rewarding in anything you do, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, whether you're a teacher, doctor, you know, tennis player, podcaster, anything podcast. There it is. No, I love it. Yeah. No, completely. And again, it's been such a pleasure to watch you. I fired Thank off a you. tweet and, uh, you know, cause not that this matters to you, I but Twitter, so. I said, yeah, I said, you're going to be our top. I said, I guarantee at the end of the year, Alex Cotton is going to be the highest ranked Ivy league men's tennis player in I the country. That. I'm so certain about that fact. <laughs> Thank and you very much. No, of course. And again, some fun for you down the home stretch. Yeah. You have eight freshmen or sophomores who have never yeah, played. Yeah. Do they all have to share freshman duties? Is yeah. it like the sophomores? You never Honestly, had to pick up, so you got yeah, to pick up yeah, now. Yeah. So that that's 
I, I point came, of contention. No, I, I came in saying, you know, when I'm like catching, doing all this stuff, like I don't want yeah. the freshmen to have to yeah. pick up the balls and do all this stuff. And then seeing that, like realizing all the hard work that you've done, <laughs> yeah. so like, okay, I kind of get why this yeah. would be the case. But I think that that's a good point. And the sophomores have more duties, which they have to do yeah. at a higher level yeah, exactly. in terms of carrying the ball back. Get it acclimated <laughs> quick. You know, yeah, you, yeah you're so- forcing two years in one. Yeah, the sophomores, that's that's a good point. They're like freshmen, like, or they don't say freshmen, you have to do this, but they're, yeah. but they're like, oh, Jaden, why don't you, uh, why yeah. don't you like grab the bat? And you're like, no, why don't, yeah, why don't you? Yeah, why exactly. don't you guys share it? Yeah, that's exactly. A, that's a group thing. Yeah, that's, that's funny. No, that's, that's awesome. That that Who's up. got messiest locker of the teammates? Messiest locker. That's a good. We don't even have lockers at the moment. Oh, so it's hard it's to true say. because the bubble's gone. Yeah, exactly. But Hugh, Hugo and I are sharing a room right now, and it's okay. my section is not the cleanest it could be <laughs> at the moment. That's because we we practice twice. We got to wake up really early. Yeah, I, sure. I couldn't find my contacts this morning for ten minutes. I'm scrambling. Devastating. So I ripped up the whole room. Mm-hmm. I hope they cleaned it. That would be wonderful housekeeping at the no doubt yard Marriott Knoxville. No, you love it. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say uh best hitting partner for you. Favorite to hit with best hitting partner on the team. That's a good question. I'm honestly, let me think about that. They're all good. Let's yeah, be clear. They're, they're, all, they're good. all good. They're all good. Who was I hitting with? I hitting with, um, hitting with Roko is good. Um, I like his game. Yeah, that yeah. forehand is clean. It is. Yeah, I, I like hitting with with Rocco. I like hitting with Hugo because he rips the ball, and it's obviously uncomfortable when someone plays with that amount of aggression. Um, so he's a very good hitting partner for me as well. Henry Ruger, fantastic backhand. We came out here yesterday yeah, and yeah, and worked a lot after the match on uh, some different things. He's a yeah, he's a great guy. Honestly, everyone. Yeah, um, they're all good. Yeah. Now, everyone, but is there a worse one? Are you like oh, I don't like. I, I want Austin to hit a little bit deeper. Yeah. <laughs> You're allowed to say that about your roommate for the record. There is yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I, my doubles partner for life, this kid named Max Rothman, yeah. he, I'd be like, I'm not warming up with you. Really? Like we had a rule. I was like, I just, you get i want rhythm and you're not that that's very so, funny. yeah no thanks. a few years ago jackie tang yeah. we were doing our first hit and i was missing a lot of balls whatever he's like yeah. dude just make the ball <laughs> i think for for him that might have been me yeah hey, it's fine anymore. yeah jackie uh no oh, absolutely God. well again alex it was a pleasure to get in to watch you compete today you and much. you know three sets with monday it was a really fun match the straight set win over diallo as well you're headed to champagne you said for the future yeah on um I'm in main draw, so I'll go on Monday. Oh, yeah, probably. you get the main draw. Yeah, because they got to have the qualities there. You're like, no, I get no, the main draw. That, that's the nice thing about grinding this past year is that you get to – A little margin for error. Points. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, because Columbia is a tough school, like I would love to play Fayetteville after and yeah. then Texas after that and just continue to play. But yeah, keep going. That's just not how it and works. And you can't miss yeah. that much class. Oh, no, no. Yeah, no chance. Already with what I'm doing, I have to um, – you know, be pretty vigilant mm-hmm. for sure. Maybe over Thanksgiving. Yeah, like no, absolutely. Well, again, I I'm so, so certain college tennis fans are going to get to know your name. Well, thank this you. season and Alex Cotts in Columbia. Thank you so much for joining us. Of course. Thank you very much for having me. I watched you before, so it's <laughs> rewarding to be on. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you. Hope all of you enjoyed my conversation with Columbia third-year Alex Kotzen. A thank you to him for his candidness throughout the course of that interview. We got to get into every topic. Again, why the discipline it takes to succeed as a student-athlete at Columbia is the exact sort of discipline it takes to be a high-level professional tennis player. Why he believes he can succeed as a pro and, you know, again, why he's putting in that sort of work. What drives him day in, day out. It was a fascinating conversation. I hope all of you enjoyed it as 
as well. And of course, we are wishing Alex and the entire Columbia team health, success as they return to competition here in 2022. It's a better college tennis world when we have the Ivy League competing. And so we all look forward to seeing what his team can accomplish here this season. Of course, if you've missed any of our other conversations from throughout the Knoxville showdown, you can find them all here on the Cracked Interviews feed. You can find my recap of the event on the Great Shot podcast feed. A little bit of a sneak peek for all of you listeners. College tennis preview content going to start mid-October. We are almost 10 weeks out, and you know once we're 10 weeks out, that's when the fun begins. Our top 10 uh, preseason rankings, we try to interview each of the head coaches from those top 10 teams, Chris Halioris, Matt Stokoyak, and I previewing those teams. We're also going to incorporate some new things this preseason as well. We are very much looking forward to releasing, sharing with all of you, so be on the lookout for all of that over the next few weeks, and of course, if you've missed any of our conversations, content. You can catch up on it all on our website, CrackedRackets.com. If you need the more immediate updates, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, we are at CrackedRackets. You want to message me directly, I am at GreatShotPod. Like, rate, subscribe, review to this show, that Great Shot Podcast, Mini Break Podcast, our Cracked Rackets YouTube channel, and all the we are doing here at CR. Of course, a shout out, as always, to our super producers, Max Fliegner and Daniel Westoff, for the f*** of an editing job they do day in, day out. Shout out, as well, to our friends over at Tennis Point, Tennis-Point.com. The promo code is CR15. With that said, for my fantastic guest, Alex Kotzen, super producers Fliegner and Westoff, our friends at Tennis Point, from all of us here at both Crack Rackets and the Tennis Channel Podcast Network, I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. You've been listening to another edition of the Cracked Interviews Podcast. Stay safe, stay healthy. We'll talk to you all soon. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>